babies. Wait, are you making that up? No. No, That's I, why came, I've been on vacation. I came in are you in, are you in mourning? Yeah, I've been on vacation. Black. That's why I've been on vacation black. all week. Jesus. My grandmother died. Are you sitting shiva? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's like yeah. when you 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 pass bread to Muhammad in, in <laughs> Jerusalem. Well, just, we don't talk wall. politics. We don't talk politics on the show. Let's. Uh, uh, you say Shiva or Shiva? Because I know what the Shiva is. Ooh, Shiva Kabini. <laughs> what do you say we start the show? The Simplified Sports Show uh, Social Hour here. Uh, we're gonna do a little Celtics talk, a little deadline talk. Do you guys have opening takes for this team? Yep. Yeah, I do. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, this is. Go ahead, I'll start. All over uh, this again. team is <laughs> on the verge of doing absolutely nothing for another deadline. Again, I said it on the Friday show. I'll say it again. Uh, Brad Stevens is on the brink of being another Danny deadline. Uh, very little to to show for it. If this fucking guy just moves salary to get on the tax and doesn't appease the Jays and doesn't make this team better, but they're on the Brady list. They're on the list. They're on Bill's list. Perfect. It's my turn now. Trade everybody. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Meyer. Trade the whole fucking team. Rebuild for everything. Fire Brad Stevens. This is what this team needs. I don't trust Brad Stevens to make anything remotely good to moves. I think it's, again, he, he's from the Danny Ainge of school of not giving a fuck at the trade deadline. I just don't see it. Al Horford, go. Marcus Smart, go. Dennis Schroeder, go. Peach back at baskets go Peyton Pritchard all these guys Lankford Grant Williams all these guys need to go or at least be just they're going to be discussed in trade I can't wait for after the deadline and the Celtics are in on 37 trades and they end up with two two basketballs and a pile of shit that's what's going to happen that's my take <laughs> that's what that's what many a girl have called raised um, penis and balls two balls and a pile of shit right your opening take Oh, thank you, Richard. Uh, yeah, like Bill and you've said, uh, yeah, they're not going to do anything. We, uh, green Chambers are going to be crying green tears because their Messiah is not going to be coming right. to this. Thank you. Their Messiah is not going to be coming to this team. You're going to get something like a second-round pick and a guy that's the ninth guy on the bench. It's going to be a total failure for Brad Stevens in his first trade deadline, and we are all going to – Where's Jesus fire. Shuttlesworth when we need him? Jesus. Banging horse. Jesus. At least my oh, name's not Booger. All right, well, we'll be talking about that. Like uh, who can be what, traded? going to tech you and he bang the two broads? Who won't be traded? What could, oh, yeah. Potential moves that could be made. What will happen if they're not made? And what does it look like all at the end here on the Simple Mind Sports Show? Social Hour. Uh, welcome to the show. on the Ferris wheel. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It was a cyclone. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love her. Speaking of F-blasting, if you're looking for some fun, head on down to White Birch Brewing, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire. Uh, Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The best side of Amherst Street. Get on down there, uh, F-blast your way into some stouts and some pints and some uh, uh, some flights. Uh, if you can't get down there for an F-blast, get at your local beer store, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds. Boy, sent you white birch brewing uh yeah everyone had to say it just feels like a a very underwhelming couple weeks we're supposed to to uh endure here as celtics fans now i'll start this way you're 10 and 6 in january 
and the record uh, means a little bit less to me than just watching them and a little bit of the eye test. They are playing better. They are playing, and by better, I mean they're playing correctly. They're moving the ball on offense. It's not as much of the one-on-one. It's not as much of the stagnant uh, basketball that gets them in trouble. They have been playing better. They have been playing lesser competition, um, which will continue, which should help their standings. Um, But I do feel like they're becoming a better team. And mainly, as I go back to my point that I've had for almost a year, I think Tatum specifically and Brown to a lesser extent of just becoming better players. Jason Tatum is... Uh, his assists and his rebounds have gone up. I mean, he's close to averaging seven rebounds and six assists. Like he's be, he, if you want, he's better. He's done the things I've asked him to do. He's got better around the rim. He's got better finding uh, players off the dribble. He's got better coming out of double teams. He's engaged on defense. He's uh, playing down low. He's getting offensive rebounds. I think Jason Tate, I, I don't have a lot to complain about Jason Tatum at this point, Jalen Brown, um, less so he's more focused on his offense. Um, but still, they've they've played pretty well together, and the team has played uh, better overall. If this if this is just, but this is their fucking floor. They were so disappointing for a year and a half before this that now you, we should be talking about tweaks made to the lineup to get them over the next hump. But instead, we're talking about major changes because we don't trust the core in this team, including Marcus Smart, who has also played fucking terrific. He had more assists than he had shot attempts the other night. Ugh which is great. He's playing, he's playing the role as a point guard, but he's getting paid $19 million a year to be a fucking role player. So yeah, the, the Celtics are, are in a situation where they, they, they need to do something that first starts with um, Dennis Schroeder needs to be gone. Absolutely. 100%, 1000% needs to be gone. We've talked about this on the show, Raymond. He just doesn't fit what's going on. He's not a point guard. He, he's a ball in hand uh, fucking Ryan male instant offense doesn't know what to do with the ball other than drive fast at the rim or shoot a three and make it one out of four times. That's, that's pretty much Dennis Schroeder. He won't be back this year. Uh, he could probably help a team in contention with a little bit of offense off the bench. If you get less than a late first round pick, do you consider that a fail for Dennis Schroeder? No, because you got him for a steal for a salary. So no, that wouldn't be a, a bad trade if you got that but i want something i, I don't want draft picks i want some, like a veteran that's a proven veteran even if it's a bench piece a proven bench piece veteran i don't want to go out there and get draft stock like danny ainge did and just stockpile all these draft picks for fucking years to come i want to get someone that's established that we know that we can say hey this is what this guy can do not let's hope we get a steal in a draft that's my point, too. There's been a lot of talk about all the moves they're going to make is just to get under the tax. I'll be pissed if that's their situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, can't you find another guy making $5 million a year like Dennis Schroeder who can shoot the three? Like, yeah. can't you just go find who will fit better with this? Or team? who's not a Nazi. Okay. That's a just because he's from German. Germany doesn't mean he's a Nazi. Just they're all Nazis. He's from German. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> just I would like a, no, I would like a non-Nazi... Uh, three-point shooter even though most of those guys tend to tend to be white but that that doesn't mean they're german dennis schroeder is the black guy he's from germany and he's not a nazi that we know of and he, has uh, a yeah, he definitely head. would have been killed in the holocaust that is probably true uh thankfully he was born 40, 40 years after that uh 
What also is true is he can't shoot the three very well. He's not a good passer. He's small. Can't you just go move him for something that you need? Shooting? Shooting instead of fucking a second-round pick? So he has been rumored. A Right now, the latest rumor that I heard on him was with Chicago for Troy Brown Jr., not related to Troy Brown of the New England. I had Patriots. to look at that just because I was, wasn't was sure. I looked it up. Who. I Googled it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I Troy, Brown. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like Troy Brown's got a kid in the NBA. Troy Brown's too short to have a kid in the NBA. That was he's my that was the first red flag. He's average. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Five, five, seven. The short black guys look shorter than short white guys. The answer is yes. Because you always <laughs> expect them to be bigger than us white guys. And if they're shorter than the white guys, it just looks weird. That is the rate, the most racist thing ever said. On yeah, the- Bill. That's racist, Bill. Fuck. Why would you ever think like that, Bill? <laughs> Sorry. I don't even know how to comprehend that. I don't ever think I don't think I've ever thought that black guys are just supposed to be bigger than white guys. Well, you never thought that. Like if you saw a black guy's dick and it was really small, you'd be like, oh, I just ex- I just expect them to be anacondas. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're hanging Any less than eight inches. You're like, fucking wrong. Dude, they're hanging hammer fists. I've oh, watched yeah. enough porn in my life to, to see their hammer fists. They're like, by far, like, holy shit. Like, what is wrong with that thing? Yeah, all, of, like, all does... the ones I've seen in person have, have fit the bill. So, oh, kudos. stereotypes are real. Uh, the Troy Brown Jr. is a 6'7 wing uh, who can't really shoot, can kind of play defense as an okay re- but He's just another no, fucking, just another fucking guy. This is this is where I get off this Brad Stevens train and uh, the Danny Ainge. I don't want an athlete. I don't want an all-around play. Go get me someone who can shoot the goddamn basketball. Someone who can just fucking shoot. That's it. That's what they need. Um, so, no, I, I'm out on that. Troy Brown Jr. Love you, Troy Brown. Bingo. I got bingo. The other but one- I, I don't want your fake kid. The other one they got is Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves. I don't know if you've seen this. I sent uh, it to you today. <laughs> you fuck. I sent this the exact trade. Are you doing this on purpose? I respect you if you do. If you are. No, he's are you, not. Are he's you not stealing my you're stealing my thing off the email or Bill's text? Yours is in the email? Fuck <laughs> you, right? Oh, he's, there it is. There he's it not is. smart enough to, to think of these jokes. No, oh, yeah, no, no. He just pulled this out of way. Go ahead, right? No, no, no. This is like the uh, Kyler Murray no. future MVP. This is all yours. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna take Josh Richardson and either Romeo Langford or Peach Baskets to the Timberwolves for Malik Beasley, who is averaging ten points, uh, two rebounds, and one assist. Why? Why are you gonna give up all this asset for a guy that's worse? It's not gonna. It's not gonna any- happen because Timberwolves. It they didn't advance that far because Timberwolves didn't. They want more flexibility at the trade deadline. I know, but why would you even entertain two, the thought for the two years prior to this? Malik Beasley was a twenty-point scorer and seven-rebound guy. Yeah, I'm He's all a, for Malik Be- Beasley. Malik Beasley is better than both of those guys put together. It's not Michael Beasley. It's Malik Beasley. Yeah, give him to me. Oh, okay. I don't I think that he. I don't think again. Like, look, he's better give than Richardson and uh, and the combination of whoever you want to put in there. <laughs> but he's not a shooter. He's not a spot-up shooter. No, this is where they're making the mistake. They they continue to fuck up, and this is where also they'll fuck up. If they move Josh Richardson for little to nothing to get into the tax, big mistake. He's a friend of Jason Tatum. 
We've already moved on from one of those guys and Javante Green, who became a, ro- a good, nice role player for the Bulls, which brings me to another piece. You can't develop guys. You just can't develop guys. The guys on your bench have become nothing. And the guys you've let go, the Max Struss kid that just came in uh, to town with Miami, who hit, I think, six three-pointers in your eye, has become a rotational piece for them, shooting 40% for three. He was in your system two years ago, and you let him go. Like, I don't, I think they value, they're they're either behind the curve on what they need or they're valuing uh, improperly what they need, which in my opinion, 100% is shooting to surround uh, Jason. So who would you be, who would be your wet dream to get on this team for a shooter? I don't know. I don't know the NBA that well uh, to know who is like a, like a Duncan Robinson or Tyler. Duncan Robinson is name's been floating around because he's getting paid a shit ton now for what he does, which is not play defense still. Yeah. yeah, and shoot threes. Here's a guy that's the name's been brought up from Indiana who's trying to blow it up but hasn't made a move yet. Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb shoots about mm-hmm. 40% from three, is a decent defender, has okay size. He's a guy that you can probably get for. Um, you know, I'll throw two names out for value. you. Bradley Beal is not going to reject a trade this year. You know, that's the target. It should always be the target. You have the assets to do it. You can make the money work. You go out and get a guy like that or. Another one who his team fucking hates him. He's a Celtics killer. I've always liked him. Spencer Dinwiddle. Like Dinwiddle. Dinwiddie Dinwiddle. Did whatever the fuck his stupid name is. Like he's a. Why do they hate a, him though in the Wizards? He's just not a likable guy, and I don't care. Bring him in. <laughs> give me the <laughs> one unlikable guy to the other one. <laughs> just give me the talent. He's got talent. He's a Celtics killer. He's dropped fifty on you. He's got a lot of talent, you know. And and he's just he just signed a pretty big deal with Washington with a sign and trade with Brooklyn. I mean, he's a guy you couldn't do a lot better than him on the trade market. If he's legit available, like those are the two guys. If you swap Marcus smart with Spencer Dinwiddie Dinwiddle, you're, you're right. Raise eating a cookie, raise eating a cum cookie. I love Spencer Dinwiddie Dinwiddle and he is an asshole. He's a prick and you need that. You need that on this team. He's not a fake prick, like smart. He's like, a legit like a fucking let's throw yeah yeah i like i like spencer dinwiddie dinwiddie who can play the point and uh hit a three and score 50 on any given night i like that move a lot i don't i mean who knows it's the nba who knows what what um you know who's willing to part but the beal thing is interesting because that's a name that was brought up all off season and the wizards started out hot and that cooled but now they've lost six straight and Bradley Beal is starting to chirp a little bit that he, for the first time, quote, is not against being traded from the Washington. You're giving up Jalen Brown for him if that's what it takes? Yep. No, because you're th- you're in the same boat. This is the yeah, thing. I think so, too. We, we've kind of had this conversation. You might be in the same so. boat. Let me, let me stop you. You might be in the same boat, but Tatum's happy now because he's got his boy. And I that's what you ultimately happy. want. Oh, I don't think Tatum's wow. unhappy. I honestly, I actually, after the Steve Bullpet report today that said that Jalen Brown could force his way out of town if the chemistry on the team doesn't get better, which a lot of people like us will take for Jalen Brown's going to force his way out of town. I look at it as Marcus Smart's going to get the fuck out of that locker room and they just have to start winning. But Tatum, I think Tatum just fucking coasts. He's got three years left in his deal plus a player's option. He's making $30 million a year. People like him in Boston. He's an all-star. He's the best player on his team. I think he's probably just okay right now. Talk to me in a year or two. Maybe that maybe that changes. 
and you're right. I mean, you bring Brad Beal here. He's probably happier. You know, he's got his buddy, but I don't think he dislikes Jalen Brown. I think that they're on the same page. I, I don't think there's a discord there, but on the court, replacing Bradley Beal with Jalen Brown, I think you're the same team. I just think you're the same fucking team. You know, Jalen Brown's averaging 27 points a night. The guy's a bucket. Yeah, he's, him he's and, legitimate him and, uh, bucket in the NBA right now. Yeah, him and Tatum tied the Celtics record for most uh, 30 point games. You know, in the same game at four with Bird and McHale. Yeah, and they're Look, gonna do. The, it. They're gonna beat it. So, but you're saying you're, he's coasting. What if you bring in his buddy? You think he's gonna coast anymore? Or you think he's well, gonna, I mean, what I mean by coasting right is, I don't think he's coast. I well, I said at the top of the show is I I I. I am really impressed with the way Jason Tatum has played this year. I'm actually, uh, you, you guys know this. We've been talking about him for two years. I've been really hard on Jason Tatum. I'm impressed with the way Jason Tatum's played. I think he's rounded out his game. I think he's still got some ways to go specifically at the end of games and closing them out. But I really like Jason Tatum's game. I think he's working hard. What I mean by coasting is like, I don't know how much he wants the like Jalen Brown wants to win a championship. Like, and he's, he's a, he's attuned to the locker room that it's not working. I think Tatum comes in and I'm going to, I'm going to go play on the court and the locker room thing. You can kind of fucking do in your own time. I'm just, I'm the best player here. And until that starts to affect him personally, I think he's just, I think he's just there to, to ball. But that's what I'm saying though. If you bring Bradley Beal and now he's not going to be the best player on the court. Now he has competition because Bradley Beal is a proven all-star, is one of those guys in the league that's well-respected. He can shoot the ball. He's been around longer than Tatum has, obviously. So that might be one of those things that makes him step up his game even more because now he's not the best one on the court. Maybe, maybe. I don't even think you need Jason Tatum to step up his game anymore. I think you need the guys. I think he is at that point where you need the guys around him too. And maybe Brad Beal, Bradley Beal is that guy. I mean, maybe he's the guy that can that can handle those late-game situations, but – is Bradley Beal that much better than Jalen Brown right now? I don't. I think the the difference is kind of marginal, and you need to add to those guys, not replace them, unless Brown wants out. But I don't think we're there yet. Um, all right, let's let's talk about Marcus Smart real quickly. Ugh. He's another guy. If we're being honest, I know that we're all on board. Well, Bill's on board together, and everybody, but. We've been on board over a year to trading Marcus Smart, not just because of his on-court shit, but because of there's just a chemistry issue on this team. And I think Marcus Smart has something to do with it, being the longest tenured Celtic. How many times can we hear that? The heart and soul, quote-unquote, of the Celtics, which is mm. bullshit. Mm. He's playing good. He's playing really good. <laughs> He's playing. And I said this a while, a long time ago in the bubble that he was the best distributor that they had in this team. And I had to come off then a little bit because he sucked so fucking bad last year, but he's still, he's the best distributor you have in the team and he's not a natural point guard, but he's trying to be. And that's all we've asked of him for seven seasons. He finally gets $19 million a year and you get to the date of January 15th or 25th or whatever that you could trade him. And all of a sudden, He's the best point guard the Celtics have had since fucking Rajon Rondo. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so, but I don't really give a shit. If he can prove to be this player and bumps up his stock, him and Rob Williams need to be considered in a trade deal that brings you the third star that you need to compete. That's mm -hmm. your best case scenario. Yeah, I don't know who had it off but the Boston Globe, but they were like basically in this big span of the you know Celtics – improving because they've had a pretty good January 
it's been Marcus Smart and he has his DNA all over it. It's like, ooh, cringeworthy. Michael Scott, like, God damn it, no, please, God, no. Like, I don't want to give this guy any credit whatsoever. This guy needs to be the guy that gets out. He has the best tradable contract. Rob Williams is one of those up-and-coming stars as a center that NBA teams just want, like contenders want. So we get this two-package deal and give me someone, like I said, a veteran that, you know, can go out there, shoot, can go out there and control the game. Another big piece, like you're saying. But, yeah, these two need to go. And the fact that they're saying that Marcus Smart is the reason why they're winning right now is cringeworthy. I don't uh, – Marcus Smart absolutely has, has a part to be why they're winning because when he was out for an extended period of time, they literally had no point guard because yeah. I may would not play Peyton Pritchard or he was not good when he was out there. Races. Sucks. So they had no point guard. They had literally no point guard. So Marcus Smart's going to be better than anybody. But if you replace Marcus Smart with an actual guy who can distribute and run an offense, you're going to be just as good. Trust me. You're going to be just as good. And you said his contract is easily tradable. It's not. It's not an easily easily tradable. But I think what you meant is it, it, it falls in the volume of if you were to trade for a Bradley Beal or a Carl Anthony Towns or a Max guy, 19 million takes up a nice chunk of that for yeah. a good player in Marcus Smart. Who, who doesn't suck, but I, he just needs to go. Rob Williams is a fucking awesome contract, is a terrific contract for a really, really, really good player who's coming into his own, which is the perfect time to trade him because he will never be a key piece in a championship team. He just looks like that right now because your team is so bad. So you have to look mm-hmm. at those guys as key pieces to move with a first-round pick to get the next big guy. Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns, Damian Williams, or uh, Damian Lillard, whatever. Go make the fucking move. It's not going to happen at the deadline, which is why I'm okay with Marcus Smart staying on this team past the deadline. Continue to improve your stock. Rob Williams, don't get hurt. Stay on the court. Improve your stock. Neesmith, get some playing time, improve your stock, and then go make a deal. That's that's it. That's what you have to do. And in the meantime, at this deadline, if you're going to get into the ta- under the tax instead of bringing on some shooters, shame on you. Shame on you, Wick Grossbeck and Brad Stevens. Build around these Jays and, and give them something to build some confidence on, get into the playoffs and make some noise, and then go make a, make a big boo from there. That's what they should be doing. But it doesn't feel like that. feels like they're going to go try and get under the fucking tax. Yep. Yeah, there won't be any boys. But the big thing that you had before was the Utah with Joe Inglis. Sucks that he got his fucking ACL torn up because that would have been a good piece to try to get over, especially since Danny Ainge is over there in Utah and loves Marcus Smart. That would have been a pretty good uh, asset to get back in return for Marcus Smart. But, yeah, that sucks with the ACL blowing out now. Any other key guys you want to throw? I'll, th- I'll throw one out to you uh, from Atlanta. Atlanta and Boston have been pussyfooting around with each other for two years. But Marcus Smart has been on their radar for a long time, and John Collins has been a guy that's basically been looking to get out for a long time. He would be a really nice fit here. This year, he could help you get under the cap if you trade Smart for him, I think. I don't think Collins makes as much as Smart right now, but he's due for a contract next year, which you could obviously do if he's on your team. Is Is that a key piece that you would go, or is that just too small? 
I like John Collins a lot. I thought they they should have targeted him last year at the deadline. I think he, he'd be a good piece. And I think, you know, he's right around that $20 million range. You know, and I think I'd probably move a Robert Williams for him. I mean, this is a true big guy. I think he can average 18 under, you know, around the rim. It's a guy you want to target. John Collins is locked up for the next until Ooh, 2026. He signed the extension. I'm oh, gonna, he did yeah. sign over the summer, right? Yeah, so yeah. he makes more. Yeah, he's got $23 million for the next two, and then he's up to 25, 26, 26 until 2025. This is where you are in the NBA. Like, 23 is not max, but with Tatum and Brown, like, it stretches your cap. It's like no too. man like, land. No he man's can't be land. the third guy. No, you know what no. I mean? Like, this is where Robert Williams, Robin, Robin. Robert Williams, Time Lord, is so valuable because his salary is so low and he is really important to the team. It, and I get where Brad Stevens coming from. You, you make the wrong deal and you're kind of fucking dead, but you got to do something. You got to pull the trigger here on this team. You're, you're going on three years of a 500 team with two guys walking into their prime. You have to make a move and build the team around them. Um, and, and, and you have to start at this deadline with Dennis Schroeder, either Josh Richardson, Marcus Smart, Aaron Neesmith, a first-round pick, do something. Go identify a guy and fucking get him. Yeah, there's plenty of options out there. Everyone is on the trade market right now. I mean, you can go out and get almost anyone from any team right now, so do something. Well, I don't expect it to happen, but... No, it's not going to happen, but they should do something. What's the score right now? Uh, They're at 54-53 at the half. Celtics. Okay. Got to beat the fucking Hornets. They've been a thorn in their side for two years now. Terry Rozier, scary Terry. Always has something to goddamn prove against this team. 88-78 in the third. And the third. So entering the, yeah, they're up 10. You just said that at halftime, didn't you? That, that was an old text. I just said at the half, but then oh, we've been recording yeah. for half hour on this show. So They're playing well. Can we all agree that they are playing well? Tatum 13, Brown 11. Ball has 29, Rozier 15, Washington 13, Kelly Ray. Marcus only, Smart. Marcus Smart on. is the leading scorer with 18 points. Josh Richardson 17 is what you're looking at right now. This is this is the pro this is the problem with this team, right? Because if the team had been playing to a potential for the past sure. two years, Richardson and Smart are perfect complements. But because we're so afraid of the chemistry failing, oh, yeah. it's like you have to move those guys. Like I, Marcus Smart as a player on paper is great, but he's been such an insufferable douchebag off the court, and their chemistry has been such an issue for two years. I still feel like you have to move on, even though they're going on two months of improved, consistent play. Tatum's having a shooting, uh, a bad shooting night. He's five for 13 and one for th- seven from three point land. Bad shooting yeah. year. Oh yeah, it's all He's that muscle he gained. It's all that fucking he fucked his shot up. That's why. You, that's you know, why right? I stay fat, baby. That's why we don't we that don't try too too hard. Touch man. All the time, baby. Doesn't fucking fail. <laughs> you don't want to mess up that. That you don't fucking mess up that inch release. and a half fucking vertical I got. You yep. fucking can't fuck that up. No, no, Come no, on, no, no. it screws the whole thing up. Oh yeah. Well, this has been a stellar basketball insight from the Summer Mind Sports Show Social Hour Fat Tuesday edition. Uh, we will see you on Friday's Rewind. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Thanks for thanks for staying up, Bill. Of course, you know it's riveting Celtics talk. I just love basketball. Next time we'll let Bill go. We'll bring on a guest. Love I'll, basketball. I'll, I'll go team. That. Woo. I'll work on that. I'll, I'll the, work on eat the jizz cookie. That's all he's here for is the jizz cookie. That's right. And uh, and Rich picked the Rams. It took you that long to figure out. No, Bill. You want me to explain to you what was going on just to make you happy? So, no, I don't even want to know, Rich. I don't even want to know. You're making me sit here to talk to this fucking shitty Celtics team that I could give fucking gone. I, I, I kind of want to know. Sure. I was uh, finishing in your mom's ear. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Mm, good old one ear. I so only got one good one left. She good. demanded that it all land in the left for years. And it was like, yeah, this, this is going to go bad. Dude, Ray, we're really sorry. Your mom's a cum. It's we're really sorry. Hey, her mother just died. How dare you? Bill? She didn't even go to the funeral. Her mom was a cum. She was. Rest in peace. (laughs) Rest in hell, bitch.